0: Welcome to the Selection Podcast. Um today we are talking about chapters 16 through 20. And also today we have a special guest. Um it's my mom. Me. Happy to discuss with you
1: guys the selection.
0: So Anne Yeah. <laughs> um Have you read the book? Um, I mean... I
1: have. I've actually read it twice. The first time Mm. I read it, I was reading it just because my young daughter was going to read it, and I wanted to make sure that it was appropriate, and there were no, like, too risque scenes or things mentioned or talked about. So the first time I read it, I just read it really quick, just kind of read through it, and then Lydia was um, saying... Hey mom, come do this podcast with me. We're going to be discussing these chapters. And I was like, oh no, I better, I better re-read them and make sure I know what she's talking about because it's been years. I can't remember, how old were you when you we got these books for you?
0: Um, Like 13 or 14. Yeah, I
1: think it was a birthday present, wasn't it? It was
0: for Christmas. For
1: Christmas when she was 13 or 14. Well, she's now 18, so it had been many years since I'd read them. So I have to tell you I went back and started at the beginning.
0: And the really most boring part.
1: No, the, it, the whole thing was good. I really enjoyed it. And um but her podcast was coming up quicker than I could read, so I did a few just quick little notes, read some summaries. Summaries, yeah, on some of the chapters and then finished up the book um reading it. So I've got to say, after reading it, I'm excited for the next book.
0: So you want, It's right there. Right I know. There. I will. <laughs> All right. Well... i got to
1: say, too, I understood it and enjoyed it a lot more the second time I read it.
0: Good. Yeah. Um. Okay. Let's get into it. All right. So I just have, like, some points from each of the chapters that I thought were important and, like... Uh, So for chapter 16, that is when she tells Maxon all about Aspen. They're like on one of their dates in the gardens. And uh, he just asks her about her previous love because she told him that she had one like the first time they met. And um, so yeah, she told him all about Aspen and then... Um right after that she said like she feels comfortable uh with her new life being friends with Maxon, and, and like living in the palace and um yeah
1: is this the chapter where she escapes out into the garden
0: No that she w- that's through? like 9 Oh uh, this is she's been in the palace for a long time
1: Oh yeah I feel so <clears> sorry <throat> for the for those girls that have to you know, have such a structured set of when they can go to eat and when they when they can go to their room and who they have to associate with some of those girls are so mean and petty and <clears throat> hmm. <clears throat> but I like that she does sure. find a friend in maxim and
0: and Marley yeah, and
1: Marley seems sweet too, so that's
0: true. I never thought of it like that like the girls are being like bossed around and they have to follow all these directions and stuff. Um,
1: The whole book kind of reminded me of The Bachelor.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's totally like that. The
1: Bachelor meets Hunger Games meets Survivor.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Um, All right, well, in Chapter 17, um, they're doing, like, a photo shoot thing, and um, there's, like, a... I don't know, this guy comes to tell Maxon some news and Maxon trusts America to hear the news with him and which I think is um a good it shows their relationship. And then there's some trust there. <laughs> yeah. And then later in that chapter she um I think she like calls for Max and like she's bored in the women's room or something. I know this happens once. I don't know if it's...
1: What was the photo shoot for? Thing. I can't remember. Was it for the TV show? Just the publicity. The thing that they do every week?
0: Mm, no, I don't think so. But, um, no. so she calls for Maxin and then he comes out like he uh comes to the women's room and then they like just walk around the palace and she tells him about life as a low caste um and it is on page 228 she's like she says like close your eyes and um should I just read it
1: yeah
0: okay <clears throat> she says somewhere in this palace there's a woman who will be your wife maybe you don't know which face it is yet but think of the girls in that room. Um, this girl, imagine she depends on you. She needs you to cherish her and make her feel like the selection didn't even happen. Like, if you two were dropped on your own out in the middle of the country to wander around door to door, she's still the one you would have found. She was always the one you would have picked. She needs you to provide for her and protect her, and if it came to a point where there was absolutely nothing to eat and you couldn't even fall asleep at night because the sound of her stomach growling kept you awake. And then he like he's like, stop it. And he just hates thinking that like there's so many people living like that. And America's only a five, and she's experienced that. Do you think
1: Maxon even knew that there was people suffering the way that they are? It seems to me like so he didn't know, because as soon as it kind of was brought to his attention, he put into place the yeah, he the has food programs and reaction. stuff like that. Yeah, and he actually does something, which is really nice. Yeah. You
0: know, so. But like, so America's only five, and like, imagine how horrible it is for eights or even like sixes.
1: What do you think um, we would be, our family?
0: I think we'd be like three or four. I feel like we're pretty set, right?
1: I think we're comfortable, but we still don't have as much as a lot of people. But we have more than some.
0: Yeah. So like yeah, four, that's
1: probably good. Probably.
0: Maybe. Um, so yeah, um, and then in chapter eighteen, they're getting ready for the Capitol report. That's the TV show. Oh yeah, yeah. And um, the maids come into America's room with a new dress, and America's like, "Wait, I thought that you."
1: Oh, I love like, this
0: part. I thought that you is this already the red dress sh- <laughs> I thought that you already made a dress, and they're like, "Well, we did, but then all of the other maids like we're ordering blue fabrics, and like the girls aren't wearing as much jewelry now and stuff, and basically, they're all trying to be more like America because Maxine likes America so much,
1: yeah.
0: And then, so they go to the report, and she's like, uh, I don't know, I guess she just sits down, and then Celeste is like, come here, and, yeah. like, pulls her into a back room, oh. and like rips her dress, like, the sleeve off of her dress, and, um, then America, well, basically Celeste, like, wants America to give her the dress because America's dress is red and everyone else's dress is like blue or yeah, like really so, close to blue.
1: I loved reading that part. I thought that was I yeah. could just see it in my mind what was going on and you know, and seeing Celeste's rage and yeah, jealousy like and her nails digging.
0: Uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I just so bad wanted to slap her.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but it was
1: um, it was showed great restraint on America's part to like not push her or slap her or fight yeah. back, because that would have been totally used against her
0: then. Yeah. Um. So then, at the beginning of the report, Maxon announces his program to help the lower castes with, um, like basically it's like food stamps kind of. Like you go to a, like community building, and they give you money for. Food. So it's kinda like yeah, kind of like unemployment
1: the food bank stuff. kind yeah, of thing bank, yeah.
0: yeah um and then America so they call each of the girls up for an interview, and I love this part because it's like it's really fun to read. There's a joke of like he asks um if he asks the girls if they've kissed Maxin and then so oh and one of the funny. girls. Slapped him or yelled at him, oh yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, they were trying to find out who was the one that yelled at him, yeah, apparently,
0: um yeah, and then America's interview is really funny. I can try and find it really fast, but I don't know if I'll be able to. I just thought that it was <laughs> it was really funny when um she's like. She says, yes, I was the one who uh, yelled at him. And she says, like, and my mom is probably having a heart attack right now. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, like, yes, it was me, and right now my mother is having a heart attack on page 245. That part was really funny. (laughs) And then I love her compliment to Maxon. Um... So... Is that during the interview? Yeah. So, basically, she's, like... She's really funny in her interview, and so she's thinking of, like...
1: It's like she's charming, too. Yeah. She's, like, cute and witty and... Yeah, she's just and, amazing.
0: Yeah. Um, but, so, yeah, she's trying to think of, like, something funny to say about Maxson. Um, But then it says, like, she looks at him, and he looks like he really wants to know what she actually thinks of him and then she also says like she can't make fun of him on live television that's not what a friend would do like she should make him seem like desirable and stuff and then I'm just gonna read the compliment what page is it on 248 okay Maxon Shreve is the epitome of all things good. He is going to be a phenomenal king. He lets girls who are supposed to be wearing dresses wear jeans and doesn't get mad when someone who doesn't know him clearly mislabels him. Because, like, earlier in the interview, she called him Maxon. Oh, yeah, Um, she
1: used his first name. And that's such a faux pas. (laughs) like to say to the future king on a first-name basis. Oh, and... I liked that as description when she realized, you know, that she, she went back into the sentence she just said to try to figure out what, what did she say that everybody's like aghast about? And then she realizes that she referred to him as Max.
0: Yeah.
1: I was just like, Oh, I've done that so many times in my life where I've said something, you know, where I'm just like, Oh, I wish I could take it back or something like that so quick. And. It's done, it's out there. But I like the way she quick just, you know, went on to that great compliment, and I'm sure, you know, people didn't think so much about it after that.
0: Yeah. Um, Okay, then after the report, Maxine comes into her room like he usually does on Friday nights. And then, um, I don't know how to do this.
1: The kiss. kiss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I felt so awkward that first kiss didn't go so great.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: I felt bad for him.
0: <laughs> yeah, and then basically their first kiss is like really awkward. Like <laughs> I don't know, it just says that they were like on her her balcony and he she's looking at the garden and he's just like staring at her. And he's like really close, and then she turns to ask what he's looking at, and then he just kisses her. (laughs) But she
1: handles it so sweetly. But
0: then, yeah.
1: How she wipes, rubs his forehead to wipe away the memory of the bad kiss. That's cute. (laughs) I thought that was super cute. Lightened the mood, just made it seem like no big deal, we can do it over. (laughs)
0: Yeah, and then then they do it over. They're like, forget that happened. Yeah, that was cute, I thought. Yeah, she's really cute. I like her a lot. Sometimes I get mad at her for the decisions she makes or, like, stuff. But then there's times where she's just really, like, charming and stuff. Yeah. Um, okay, then chapter 19, the queen's sister visits. Love her. And...
1: She's a hoot.
0: America is in like such a bad mood, I feel like, and I don't understand why.
1: Well, she has a lot she's got to start thinking about because...
0: That's true. She's just started liking Maxine, actually. Yeah.
1: She's probably struggling a little bit about, what am I doing here? Is this what I even want? But yeah, that's the queen's sister.
0: She's she reminds me a lot
1: of uh, my aunt. Aunt Barbara,
0: hmm.
1: who was kind of, kind of like that, although she didn't have any kids, but
0: um, yeah, and Maxon's
1: ch- cute with the kids. You know, he's um, he's tolerant and puts up with their pulling on his legs and chasing around and stuff like that, which I thought was that was nice.
0: Um, this is also the first time we see something between Marley and Officer Woodwork. Because, like, obviously you're not going to, like, get it when you first read it.
1: Yeah, I totally skipped that part. (laughs)
0: Oh, yeah. I I was like, what? My mom has probably forgotten, like, all of the spoilers and stuff. Yeah, I remember. I I guess i got to be careful. (laughs) (laughs) But I can't remember in the book how you figure that out. Well, in this part, she's standing, she's sitting on a bench in the sun and there's, oh, like, an officer, right. like, four or five feet away. Yeah, and she and, doesn't want
1: to move. And she's
0: like, come in, get out of the sun. You're going to get a sunburn. That's right. Yeah. I didn't. Oh, okay. I, I that think makes there, more sense. There might have been a time before, too, when Marley was like, um, it might be this in Chapter 20. I have written the second time Marley isn't excited about Maxon." Mm. So that I think that could she get
1: in trouble like, for? Oh, <laughs> for seeing
0: somebody else. Okay, go ahead. I think that time is like she's trying to tell America that she doesn't want mm. to be like she doesn't like Maxon, and America's is like, is she ha- going through the same thing I am? Like, mm-hmm. like America's like, well, you should tell Maxon that so you can go home. But then Marley's like, No, I don't wanna go home. But so yeah, we find out later that it's because she's seeing Officer Woodwork. Okay. That explains it then. Yeah. Um, in this chapter we also find out that America told Maxon not to kiss her. So, um what do you told think her about? not to kiss Marley? No. America told Maxon not to kiss her, America.
1: Oh. Again? Don't kiss me again?
0: Yeah. Poor well, guy. I know, I don't understand. Was why it because she she would he was that?
1: kissing other girls too? And he, she, she kind of maybe yeah, felt I think like. So. Yeah, but like, I,
0: don't, I don't. But like, what do you expect him to do? I don't know. Marry her, marry you right then?
1: No. It's just kind of cringy. That's where the whole Bachelor cringe comes in for me. Is like, I don't like to watch The Bachelor because it's like, I don't know.
0: Well, what would you do if you were America? Would you just be like...
1: I'd probably say the same thing. I
0: don't want to date you like this. Probably. And go home.
1: I'd probably say, you know, if you're that all interested in me, you know where to find me. I'll be in the Carolinas.
0: But he can't. He has to choose someone from... Yeah, but... The group. Well, she... She can't go home and then he chooses her.
1: Really? Yes. Oh, I'm sure he could if he really wanted to. Well,
0: no, his king would, like... Well, then, his
1: dad would I don't know. Old. Yeah. I don't know.
0: Uh, I just
1: feel bad for the poor boy having to choose one of those girls, you know, like...
0: Yeah, no wonder he likes America. All the rest suck.
1: Yeah, they're not... Very, some of them are nice girls, but I mean... That takes me back to the very beginning, like the selection. Because you know, the whole picking it's supposed to be a random draw, but it's not that at all. I think they they get the pictures sent, you know, to him beforehand and he kinda narrows it way down type of thing yeah. and then picks from that.
0: Well they talk later. It's I think it's in book three. Do you want me to tell you?
1: Okay. Well no. No, because it may spoil it for somebody else.
0: Well, I'm everyone that would be this... They've all read them? This, I, yeah. Okay. Tell me. Okay, so basically, it's when the king is mad at America for doing something, uh-huh. and um, he's like, oh, I think Maxim, I remember why don't it. we start over with another group of girls? You know I, like, picked these ones already.
1: Oh, that's right. I do remember that. Yeah.
0: So, Yeah. Okay, then last point is that, so Maxson has a free day, and so he um, tell, he goes and, and gets America. How often do those
1: come around? Yeah.
0: <laughs> and they decide to go to the movies, and so I'm going to read this part to you. It's on page 275. We turned a corner and continued to talk. As we approached a mass Of the palace guard pulled to the side of the hall and saluted. There had to be more than a dozen men standing in the hallway. I was used to them by now. Even the sight of a collection that big couldn't distract me from the fun time I was about to have with Maxon. What did stop me was when I heard the gasp that escaped someone's mouth as we passed. Maxon and I both turned and there was Aspen. So this was when I started hating, the Aspen. Well, I already didn't like super like him, because I thought it was creepy how they would meet in the treehouse. Yeah. And, but this, I and was like. And he'd crawl into bed
1: with her and stuff. Why does that this was have weird. To happen? I know, but you know what? I don't think he chose where he could go. I think no, it was chosen why for him. Why did he gasp? He, was he I don't not, know. I, I don't mean, know he if he knows
0: did. she's there. Maybe it was just. Why is he so shocked? Anyways, um, then because
1: she took his his breath away.
0: Mm. <laughs> so then Maxine is like, "Do you know him to America?" And then um, she she says um, like yes, and then she's like, "He's from the Carolinas." He's from Carolina. And then, um, Maxine says to Aspen, I hate this part, Excellent. Since America is from your home province, I can't think of a better man in the palace to leave her with. Because she doesn't like a maid to sleep in her room. Yeah. With her.
1: And she's so sweet to her uh. maids. <sighs> I love that. But yeah, then they post aspen right outside her door yeah, and then so big he, mistake
0: so then he like sneaks in there all the time and it's just so annoying oh it's, like, it's so scary it's like okay america was having a great time with max and and now you come in and ruin everything oh no drag the story out three books we could have been done by now <laughs>
1: <laughs> but they're good so but yeah i hate that part that he puts her in danger like that by sneaking into her room and if they were to have gotten caught together,
0: you know what else so I hate scary is her. First of all, the bracelet he gives her after a while. I think that's in the second book. Um, but she always wears this bracelet with her his button on it. I'm like, okay, oh. mm. officers' buttons are like, wouldn't they be distinct?
1: Gold and yeah. have an emblem on them. So then of an eagle Max burned.
0: and he sees it. He's like, okay, she's cheating on me with an officer. And then also her penny thing.
1: Uh-huh, the one the penny. Jar. I
0: hate that. For some reason it just like it grosses me out for some reason that it's stuck in the jar like Yeah, what made it
1: stick in the jar?
0: was there glue A in there. Sticky penny. Why isn't, why isn't your jar clean? <laughs> I don't know. I just think it's stupid that she brought it to... So
1: I would guess you're a, you're on Team Maxim.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: And not Team Aspen. So, yeah,
0: I <laughs> wanted to ask you that. Do you like Maxon or Aspen?
1: I don't know. I flip-flop. I flip-flop so bad. I'm the worst. I'm, like, rooting for this guy. Then I find myself rooting for this guy. And then I'm... I don't know. I guess we'll hmm. have to see in the next... Next few books. All okay. right. Are you going to end on chapter twenty?
0: Yeah. Well.
1: Aren't there I just two have, more chapters?
0: I have these um, bonus points we could talk about. If oh, you want, okay. But they're from different, like second and third books. So.
1: Oh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't remember those. But um, you didn't talk anything about the the invasion of the castle.
0: I did. By the time. southerners. Oh, you did. The southerners. That hasn't happened yet.
1: In the book. Yeah, I just read it. Uh, yeah, at the very end. When she
0: brings her maids in?
1: Yeah, when she brings her maids down yeah, to well, the basement.
0: This was more important to me. Oh.
1: <laughs> I thought that was good. I thought that showed her character again what? that she had that it's a good character what? that she what would bring her... her maids down oh. to the cellar, that she would protect them. And um and then also the the you know, The one girl that's down there that's like, oh yay, help! Okay, you know, make us some food or something, and or get me some tea or whatever it was she wanted, and Aspen or um, America was quick to say, you know, they're not here to serve you. Get your own tea. (laughs) So, I just like that about her. She kind of reminds me of myself. I would like to think I would be more, be like America in some ways.
0: Yeah, me too.
1: I'd stand up for the little guy. I'd want to be fair. I'd make out with my boyfriend in
0: the treehouse. You'd <laughs> break the law every single day. Uh,
1: no, I probably wouldn't do that. I'd probably be smarter than He'd that.
0: starve to, s- yes. to feed him? Well,
1: I grew up without a lot of money, so there were times I didn't eat
0: much. <laughs> I think this book is funny because... Um, I think of Maxon kind of like Peta, yeah. And uh, Aspen is exactly like Gale, in my mind. And in the Hunger Games, I love Gale, and, um, but in these books, I just really don't like Aspen. <laughs>
1: That's funny. Not even in right. later books.
0: Well, uh the first time I read it, I absolutely hated him, uh-huh. and then like. Every time since that I've read it, I, like, hate him less. And also, like, my friends, like, Elsa likes Aspen, and now you like Aspen, and Aaliyah likes Aspen better than Maxine, so they, like, give me their, like, I can see where they're coming from more.
1: Yeah. It's easy to love somebody when you're in a palace, you know, and you got all kinds of luxuries around you
0: well yeah
1: so that's why it's easy for her to like to love Maxon, but she loved Aspen when he had nothing you know and so I kind of feel like her true feelings are for Aspen
0: well yeah but would you be in love if you're starving to death like you can be yeah but it wouldn't be a good life
1: no but it might be an okay life because you're in saying, love. Love doesn't,
0: I mean, it doesn't last forever. and it. What? It doesn't? <laughs> no, it's not. You're not always in love. Like, That's for sure. Every single day. That's true.
1: Experience. Lydia's wise. Mm-hmm.
0: That's one thing about Lydia. I have so much relationship experience <laughs> to help me. So. You can
1: love a rich man as easy yeah. as you can love a poor man. Hmm.
0: All right, well... Hey,
1: this was fun. Enjoy the books. Read them again, and again, and again. And again, and again. Bye now. Bye.